of instrumental and here we go welcome welcome to episode 13 we are on season five of my podcast the foyne jones show and this season we are getting back to business. Shout out to our sponsors, Marcel Creasy from the brilliant MHK Holding UK. And today's episode, we've got a packed studio. To my left, we've got producer, producer Charlie. How you doing, sir? I'm loving life, mate. Let's Ch- go. Charlie is loving life. It's the best moment of his week when we record these episodes. We have got our star of the show. We've got John Tutty. And John, you're going to be talking to us today, or John will be talking to us today, about a brilliant local charity, Balls for Brains, and how they are addressing mental health through rugby and sport. So we can't wait to talk about that, and we're well kitted up. Rico Kaselnitz. Rico's with us in the studio. Rico, welcome to the Foyne Jones Show podcast. Thank you, thank you very much. Good to have you on board, Rico. Not bad, really. But you've only been with us a week and a half, and you've already done a charity 5K run for this man's charity, and you're now starring in your own episode of the podcast. So let's make this as much fun as we can. John, we're going to start the episode with some hellos, all right? Sure. Look into that camera. Do you want to say hello to your good lady and let her know you have brought your notes and you you, you are going to stay on topic, (laughs) mate? There's the camera there. Hello, Emma. Yeah, I have got my notes, and I'll uh, make sure I stay concise and uh, don't get uh, too off too off mark with the chat. I'll lead you down some whip, whip, some very well trodden paths, but we will stay yeah. on subject because um, and it's important to bring your loved ones in, your friends, your family, and, and everyone we know because this episode is very different. This episode, we are going to talk, Charlie. We're going to talk about something very topical, but for me, mental health, wellness, well-being. It should be on the top of everyone's agenda. I agree. All right. I was driving to, to the office this morning on, on the Zoe Ball Show. Hello, Zoe. I know you're a listener. On the Zoe Ball Show, she was interviewing Stacey Dooley. Yep. John, give him a wave. Zoe and Stacey are big fans of the Foyne Jones Show. Zoe, right? Stacey. There we Hope go. You're well. But they were talking about Stacey's new book. It's addressing, it's addressing mental health, particularly yep. the, the wards and, and that area. And it is on the top of everyone's agenda. Yeah. It's a subject which is close to everyone's heart. Um, I think in recent years with the pandemic and pre the pandemic, we know the impact of mental health and the and the threat of bad mental health. Historically, in years gone by, I worked very closely with a brilliant charity, Calm, the campaign against living miserably. Yep. Predominantly, their aim is to reduce male suicide. Yep. If you're our age, John, the, our biggest killer is suicide. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it yeah. is suicide, and mental health is a part of that. So we are proud at Foyne Jones and the Foyne Jones Show to have you in the studio. Thank you. So just to, to set the scene, John, take yeah. a few moments just yeah. to tell us who you are, why you're here, and what you, the brilliant work you were doing locally from Eastbourne outwards. Talk to us yeah, about sure. your charity. We're wearing the headgear. Absolutely. Balls for brains. Over to you, mate. Yeah, so my name's John. Uh, I'm originally from Eastbourne, and uh, the reason I started the charity was, <clears throat> in short, about, about 15 years ago now, I was very poorly myself to the point of where I, I had a breakdown, a mental breakdown, and the crisis team were called to my flat. Um, I went through it with them. Uh, there was an ambulance waiting outside, and luckily for me, um, a lot of people don't with mental health. Their support, some of the times the support networks aren't aren't there, so that was, people do suffer alone. I was very fortunate enough to have a good support network, and immediately when the crisis team were called, I had my family, my best friend, my cousin, uh, my mum and dad were there. My in-laws were there. and um, But basically, they, they, they gave my support network the choice. And they said, you know, he's poorly to the point of where he 
is compulsory. I had to attend day hospital at the ward in Eastbourne um, for ten and a half weeks, and they basically said they either they have to bring me there and back, and uh, when my wife's not with me, spend the time with me, or I was going to be sectioned because I was so poorly. Luckily, I was able to attend day hospital. Everyone like got me there and back and did what was needed, and I went through the whole process there of of starting to talk and. The reason I was so, the reason I got so poorly, because then I was one of the people that so commonly go, people don't want to know about this. It's not a broken arm. It's not a broken leg. It's you know my back's not bad. Everyone's got stresses. Everyone's got problems. They don't want to hear about mine. When actually people do, people yeah. want to listen. So through that period at the hospital, that's what I learned to do. Learned to open up. Learned to talk. And what the benefits of that are. I come out the other side of that. Um, Medication. I still take medication every day. Have done for fifteen years now, um, and it's a vital part of my managing my condition. And I was also di- so I was diagnosed with bipolar, Asperger's, OCD, and Tourette's. But my Tourette's is tics. It's not verbal. And um, so I had to. When I come out, I had to learn to go through that and manage those. And um, as I started to get better and you know get back into work and start like talking to people from that point I decided I'm, I'm going to be open about my mental health and that's what started to happen I started to talk to more people and part of the exercise part I got back into rugby and rugby is <clears throat> I've played other sports and rugby is it's a community that a lot of people looking from the outside in see the bravado and oh you know it's this tough person sport and it's you know macho 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 like the men's and the women's game but actually it is one of those communities where if you say I have a problem and I need some help everyone wraps their arms around you and says right how can we help what can we do part of the pack absolutely and that is why we chose one of our, one of our main hashtags as part of the pack sorry I stole your phone yeah no but, no but absolutely it just, it, I mean it always comes together and, and John if I can just just say something on behalf of all of our listeners yeah and just the people in the studio, thank you for sharing what you just shared. All right? No, no because, problem at all. That, that is a full house, all right? Yeah. What, what, what you went through there is a full house of, of mental health conditions. Yeah. Um, they're all treatable. They're all okay. Yeah. You know, th- Absolutely. These are, these are real things that go on in the real world to our yeah. brothers and sisters and mums and dads and friends and family. But you've been really open and honest about your personal situation. Yeah. I'm going to challenge you a little bit. I think yeah. you skirted over your, your sports life there because you know I know you as someone who's played basketball to a very high level you yeah. play football to a semi-pro level you're you're playing rugby again so you are almost one of the outgoing guys one of the successful guys someone who's got that you're in that world yeah mental health can affect everyone absolutely and, and it doesn't absolutely. matter if you're at the top of your game the bottom of your yeah. game it, it doesn't it doesn't have any class barriers no absolutely I completely agree and you can see that now the more and more sports people that are starting to come out now but if you've like been involved in you like you'll see um, so Stephen Fry very open about his mental health and you know he's got bipolar now he chooses a very different way to manage his but he not so because he's very open and says I'm fortunate enough in my position to have built up an income that I have mm. and the way I manage mine is that he goes shopping and buys suits and he's got thousands and thousands of pounds worth of suits in a room now like he says I acknowledge this is not the best way to deal with that but so that's my way of dealing with it aside from medication mm. but it's like and like you say it's classless and it you know and it you will see people and when people start to talk about it you'll often see people be like 
well, I never would have known, or you wouldn't think that person, because they, a lot of the time people expect to see people with like acute, what they call acute mental health problems as street drinkers, drug takers, people who are kind of like not really looking after their life very well, when actually <clears throat> the most successful person you know who seems to might have the most picturesque life you have could possibly all, imagine yeah. will, can have chronic mental health problems yeah. absolutely there, there, there is that misconception though that 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 it, it is addiction it is ga- it is it's a it's a, men- it's a gambling addiction it's a drug addiction yep. it's an alcohol addiction it's it it, it, it isn't actually it's an illness and, and i and yeah. i think that one of the things i learned when i've done well still doing but particularly when we did did, did a lot of the fundraising and partnerships with calm was how humbling it is yeah. to hear people talk about you know thank you for what you're doing because I lost my dad, I lost my son, yeah. I lost my wife, I lost my... I mean, it was, you know, it was a heartbreaking journey and, and we went through it as well with another another mental health problem with, with Gemma Oten and the brilliant work her and her mum do with her charity Seed. Yeah. Hello, Gemma. She's on the telly a lot, so I'm sure she's seeing this. She'd be hanging out with the loose women or on Corrie <laughs> as she was. But Gemma, she's been on that podcast. We, we raised a lot of money for Seed. I donated all the profits from the lockdown diaries to her charity Seed. And that was dealing with, with eating disorders at yeah. all levels, yeah. but but with a real emphasis on young people, you yeah. know, people at school, you know, you know, your your son, your daughter, your sister. Yeah. And and we all could take mental health seriously. And I and I think it's almost for me, it's that it's that energy of being on an aeroplane, right? And the the mask comes down. You know, yeah. you, you kinda gotta fix yourself, you gotta put your mask on you first and make yeah. yourself feel better yeah. and then you can start helping others. And yeah. that that helping yourself is the toughest challenge, and you absolutely, was, John. I mean, you've been really honest, man. Like you know, you, you're you're on the edge of being sectioned. You've got an yep. ambulance outside your house. Yep. You're sitting here now as a founder of an amazing charity, Balls for Brains. Fair play to you, mate. Like, Thank you. It's, it's fantastic work, and and you're infectious with what you do. So, I mean, can we go on to how you went from where you were? Yep. To where you are now on this balls for brains yeah, journey, absolutely. because the branding's great, the yeah. the passion you have on social. Me and Rico were talking yeah. about it when we Rico. The, the passion we have was was fantastic for for doing some stuff, yeah. and you know you, you you got this vibe about you. But where does that come from? How have you done all this, mate? It's amazing. It's, it's inspiring. Just um, like a lot from family history. Like on my a lot of my family were uh, nurses and involved in some sort of care like giving and things like that so from a really young age that's kind of what I saw and mm. um, we've got on both my sides we've got massive families always like loads of kids and you know my dad's side is an Irish Protestant and Catholic background so like loads of kids and things like that so I, I've always had that in me but I've always I've had something where I don't like seeing people suffer and I've had that since I was a child. Don't like seeing people suffer, and I don't like people not being able to access or or, or get any help. And okay. I've always had that. And it was when I came out the other side, like I say, and I started to go back to work, and I, I started to play rugby again, and things like that. Like I say, I've always been open with mental health. And what happened? A couple of the younger lads that I was playing with at the time, they came to me and just like oh, and kind of had a chat with me, and slowly but surely it led into that they are experiencing some issues, and you know, what can I do? How can I? access help and things like that so we, I started to talk to them lads and things like that and you know what Sussex is like you think of a county and it's big but actually like it, it, everyone knows everyone and especially when you start getting connections and whether it be professional or sports and things like that 
And um, these lads that I was helping... You do, you, but John, you do actually know everyone. I mean, I mean, the sto- I mean yeah, I know Rico, you were there. The yeah. stories he was telling us. We, we, I mean, we'll yeah. come on to our fundraising, but yeah. the stories he was telling us. We, we could have been there. I mean, you was Charlie when Dave was coming. Like, we, we, we could have been listening to you for hours in the office, yeah. mate. You only, you only <laughs> came for lunch. You were there. <laughs> yeah. like, we, 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 we were in fraud. See, that's where the wife says you need to rein it in. You like yeah. to chat to. No, no, you've got your. He's, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. Mrs. Tutty, he's got his colour coded yeah. notes. He's staying on subject. Yeah. But that, yeah, but like that, that, that was it. And then. So and it once the and what happened basically the the kind of like uh, moment of clarity as such was we were playing at an away team, and one of the teams from the away team came to me in the bar and said, "Oh, I know so and so, you haven't got five minutes of you." And I said, "Yeah, of course I have." And we started chatting about his mental health. That's unbelievable. And that's when I sort of knew I needed to do something. And then I came up with the, with the idea of using rugby as a vehicle, like I say, because yeah. the community's so it pull and, and, and it will help. And then I'm a like, I'm a forward. So and I'm a prop. So I part don't of, see you as a back. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be honest with you, man. I don't no, see you running down the wing. I can wing, shift mate. it back, or I can back and kick it. You can ask, play, ask some of the lads I play with. Um, but no, it's like those things, like uh, like and where the hash, main hashtag came from, like part of the pack and our other one, a pack mindset, is because <clears throat> all, all aside the rugby jokes of like forwards and backs. You, with a pack, it's like one of the most. It's recognised as especially the front row, one of the most dangerous places in sport. So. You to, for all eight of you, you must work together. You must trust each other. You must communicate. You have to all of those key things that encompass mental health. About you know me and you having a chat about mental health. I, I need to discuss that with you. I need to be open. I need to trust in you that you're going to listen and take it in and want to talk to me and those sorts of things. And that's where we c- came up with that. And you know we were. I was due to float the idea at the end of this season for it to really take off next season but as soon as I started putting it out there about what we're going to do and what we're going to offer people very quickly wanted to be involved and were asking for some of the services and you know like our workshop our education program and things like that they people started to ask for these things and how could they access them so you know the mental health panel that we've got I mean is, is, is amazing and I'm very much you know I, I always say we 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 when we when when I talk about the charity because as much as I sort of like I'm at the front of it and the face of it and the founder we've got 18 ambassadors we've got another five people that sit on our mental health panel and without these people and without people being involved like yourselves you know and the work you've done for us and our and our partners we the charity would not be anywhere just remotely wanna, near I just where it was just want to say something publicly um, and I apologize if people are looking at my phone but it's, there's a relevance to it two things I want to say the work has only just begun because right? we we are going to go big with Balsa Brains you you've not just won us over we 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 yeah. we are like team John team Balsa Brains we're going to support it across all my businesses and yeah. do you know what I have no choice because my yeah. wife wants me to Rico wants me to Jack wants me to Brilliant. my clients want me yeah. to you've done that in one afternoon right yeah. and that's and that's how inspiring it is but when you were talking about that pack mindset and part yeah. of the pack yeah and 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 that analogy it reminded me of this book Right, okay. Yep. I've got that book, Legacy yep. by James Kerr, which is you know, what the all blacks can teach you about business and life. Yep. That is one of the most inspirational business books and life books I've ever read because it it charted the rise of the all blacks, that yep. invincible team as yep. you're only as weak as your weakest player. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. The, the, the don't be a dick, look after each other. Yep. That book is it was pivotal for me for yep. a while. I really liked it. And that comes through in your charity. And to to to, to think where you are now, you know, you're standing yeah. on the cusp of something which is getting bigger, it's getting yeah. better. Um 
Fair play to you, mate. Fair play to you. No, so, thank you. so what, what else have you got going on? Come on, let's, let's tell us. So, what, I mean, let's the, get balls for brains all about it. What's yeah, going sure. On? So like our main, our main, our main delivery tool is our workshop, and I'm really proud of it. It's hashtag Pack Mindset Workshop, and it's put together by our mental health panel. Was uh, got a vast amount of experience between of forensic mental health, diagnostic mental health. We've got a behavioural specialist, an OT that specialises in working with people with conditions, but also having an acute mental health problem. We've got homelessness and healthcare experience. We've got a volunteer, like full, uh, benefits advisor, and with all of that experience, <clears throat> we've put this workshop together. And it, it, we start when it starts. We look at what, and it's interactive. We get people involved. We get the conversation going. We get them writing things down, and we ask what are the perceptions of mental health, and <clears throat> we let everyone know it's a safe space, and anything you put down is fine. We're encouraging that conversation because, obviously, when we're you know. What are the words you hear? You can include what you hear in films and TV and you start to get obviously like crazy, mental, unhinged. All these things start to come out. And then like uh, you, you're, the most common one that people know is bipolar because you look at most films, whenever someone's got a mental health problem, they've got bipolar because it's the easiest one to film because of the two ends. You're either really, really low or really, really manic. They don't look at the bits in the middle. And so <clears throat> we look at the perceptions first. Then once we've done all that, we then look at what mental health is and we start to explain about conditions and there is an illness. Mm. And then we start to look at that. We like to, then we do, we do a, we've got a role play section that we do ourselves. We don't expect anyone to like role play it, but we role play it ourselves. And we actually do, we run a little five minute kind of scenario of what it looks to like to go to a GP. So what it would look like to speak to a GP. Because, you know, there's people I'm speaking to now and I'm working with to get them to that that point and when I when you speak to me I want to go to the doctor I want to go to a counselor I need help and but that picking up the phone and booking that appointment or is that it's such a big first step mm. so we do with that we do like a bit of, we, we will do a bit of hand holding so we cut that so we cover that in the workshop then we go on to medication we talk about medication then we go on on to um, why it's important to talk and then we go, and we, it's basically about a two and a half hour workshop, extended to about three hours, depending on the Q&A. Where, where, where do you run them? We run them, <clears throat> so we'll go into any sports club, any business. So people, just because we run it as a uh, rugby, you use rugby as the vehicle. We don't, we, we're not limited to rugby. Um, if you are a sports club, we will come to your clubhouse and we will run the workshop for as many or as few teams as you want. So at the moment we're in, we're having a chat with Crawley and um, we're about to do their workshop. We're doing for the men's senior sides, the women's senior sides, the kids, the coaches, the wheelchair team. We're doing the whole lot. Uh, Lewis, Lewis run as a sports club. So they've not just got rugby at their ground. They've got football, cricket. So we're going to do it for the sports club. If you're a business, whatever suits you, we can, small or big, we can come in, we can do like five, six people, go through the workshop and we can tailor it to your business and, as well. And this, is, this I think is really important, right? Because cause just the guests we've had on this episode, okay? Yeah. We, sorry, on this series. We've had episodes featuring guests who are coaching. Yeah. Right? They are coaching football. Yeah. Girls football, men's football. We have got guests who are going to football. Yeah. We have had guests who are who own their own businesses. We've got guests who are running, we've had guests that are running leading trade publications. We've had like an amazing array of people from managing directors to sales directors to just normal human beings. Every one of them, John, yep. at some point, 
could need the support that yep. your charity offers. And I think what you do at Balls for Brains, you do it in a in a fantastic way. And actually, is there a business out there right now in today's market that couldn't benefit from a mental health workshop delivered in a way that's going to make a difference? Absolutely. I'm sorry, but everyone says about work-life balance and well-being and yep. culture. And do we have a four-day week? Do we work from yep. home? Do we work anywhere? Do we care? Should I email my staff after five o'clock? I mean... Yes, yeah. I do. Do I need a reply? No. But when you start looking at all the how can we ha- how can we look after people? Yeah. The first thing we should be asking our friends, our family, and our teams are how do you feel? Yeah. Are, are you okay? Absolutely. And, and and breaking that it's okay to talk barrier yeah. is the most important thing because I've seen the impact of someone taking taking their own life a suicide, yeah. but I've not just seen the shock of we thought he was okay. I've seen the impact he's had on those left behind. Yes. And that shocks you to the absolute Abs- core, John. I completely so, agree. Honestly, thank you so much for being so open about yourself. Yeah. You've brilliantly no, no demonstrated to everyone watching this what Balls for Brains do as a charity. What we're going to do in the second half of the show is yep. we're going to revisit what we're doing at Foyne Jones. We'll talk yep. about our project. We will um, get Rico involved a little bit more because we want to hear about Rico and his journey to the UK and, and what he's achieved and what he's going to be achieving yeah. at Foyne Jones. And we're going to finish this episode off yeah. with a real rally and cry yeah. and a closing message so that every one of our connections, your connections, our listeners, can do something to help someone else Absolutely. and help this charity, mate. John, genuinely, from my heart, that was powerful, mate. Inspiring. Oh, well you. done. Thank you. Good stuff. Life-changing recruitment for the KBB, builders, merchant and construction industries. Creative social content, specialist knowledge, world-leading video technology, providing real results for professionals seeking career happiness, helping you and your business attract its stars of the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do. Okay, so John... Just going back to what we said before the break, that was the most powerful start to an episode we've had in season five. So no, no problem. Thank you so much. I, I knew you was going to bring something different and special to today's podcast, and you have done that. We've also brought someone else, something yeah. different and someone special to today's podcast. We have got Rico in the corner. Rico, how are you doing, mate? I'm all good. Thank all you. Right. Thank you. Listen, for Rico, <laughs> welcome to Foyne Jones. Okay. Cheers. Um, just for the benefits of, of, of the listeners, you know, Rico has joined us as a digital marketing assistant. He's working across Jones Digital and Foyne Jones. He's been... He, he, the biggest compliment I can give you as a new signing... I, I think I own a football team. I don't. I run a business. <laughs> but but as, as a new signing is that the team think he's been there for about five months. He's been nice. here five minutes. You know, and, and he's doing kind of flexible part-time hours. So, mm. you know, it is there. But you've, you've been brilliant at work. So far, in your first six or seven days, you know, you have produced digital content for us. Yep. You've learned how our software works. He's creating videos and editing Charlie's podcast clips. He's taken part, boys and girls. He's taken part yeah. in a 5K charity run for this charity, Balls for Brains. During that run, Rico, you were so quick that you were running yeah. ahead to film us all catching <laughs> yeah. up the Rocky montage featuring Jack Put O'Connell more in the runners Mate, the Rocky montage is brilliant yeah, isn't it? Awesome. do you know what I mean for Jack really O'Connell mm. and he's doing a behind the scenes video of today 
with we're going to have a big version for YouTube. We're going to have a shrunk down version for mine in your LinkedIn profiles, yeah. and we have a few little teasers to draw people in. So yep. you having fun, Rico? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, like a hobby. Yeah. But uh, now I kind of get paid to do it. So it's a. Uh, you said that yesterday. You, know? you said like I don't see this as work. I love yeah. it. I'll do it over the weekend. I'm like. Yeah, no, I, I, no, that's not okay. I literally <laughs> told you I'll do it at home. Yeah. Don't, don't pay me, I'll still do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, mean, I mean, this is this is where he's coming from, yeah. and, and what he managed to do last week was capture our charity run. Absolutely all right, so Rico, it's great to have you on board. Thank you for having me. You're going to be yeah. working with our producer Charlie really closely. He's cool. going to be mentoring you and just just helping you along the line <laughs> because all the things I don't understand, but I know what I want to do. Yep. he understands and knows how to do it. So between us, like a holy trinity, we're going to get a lot <laughs> yeah. of shit done. Easy. All right, yeah, mate, excellent. we're going to get a lot of shit done. Easy, easy. John, yes. all right, Rico's going to do behind the scenes. We're going to raise the profile of Balls of Brains. Excellent. You can share excellent. it across your ambassadors, yeah. across your Facebook, all right? Yeah. Last week, we did a 5K. We did a 5K with David Blitz. Hello, David. Hello to the family. David was the quickest. Yeah. I was second because Wico weren't really playing. Jack O'Connell finished as well. My wife did a 5K the same day. And we set ourselves a challenge. Yes. We want to kit your coaches out yes. with kit. So they needed what they need. Talk us through what they needed, mate, when we yeah. spoke. So our coaches, uh, give everyone just a short version of what, why they're there, is that we have part of our work that we do, we do uh, 15 aside fixtures during May and June. May for Celebration of National Health Month and June for Celebration of National Pride Month. And as part of that, we've got a, me- a men's coach, well, we've got one coaching team, but for the men's and the women's. And to be able to obviously deliver the sessions and be there and present at the games and everything like that and go and find the players and start spreading and keep spreading the word of what we're doing. Um, obviously, we they need the the clothing, the material to be out there in all weathers, coaching, getting people in and playing rugby. Um, so that like, you know, shorts, T-shirt, trousers mm. and, a, and a coat. Um, the, although, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you can just go out there and coach. We do, but it's important that people know who we are and, and, and who they can come to, because while they take those coaches are taking those fixtures, the coaches are, are aware of our message and, are, and, are, and are know what we're doing. So anyone can still come to one of them coaches whilst they might be watching the game and go, "I need some help." Hmm. So they need, yeah, they, that's they, uh, they uh, John, need that. Uh, John made me aware of this. So, so before Christmas, um, my wife saw a post you put out on social media on LinkedIn. Yeah. Again, this is the power of LinkedIn. Absolutely. Right? My wife saw a post that you put out on LinkedIn, and she said, "Look, you know, they're looking for for children's sports kit, sports that's equipment, right. rugby kit, yep. football kit, boots, bats, balls, you know, the rackets." And she said, "We've got loads." Yeah. So, so I've got a twenty-three-year-old and a uh, and a nineteen-year-old now. So. We've been through generations of cricket, generations of rugby, generations yeah. of football. Um, so, so I rang John. I said, "Look, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm going to get some stuff together." There was a lot more than what I expected when you turned up. I had an office full of different kits, and there were cricket bats, there was pads, there was foot, there was a few Fulham yeah. shirts. Of course, there was. But there, there was all out. different sports. There was unused Sussex rugby kits yes. from like my boy. You know what I mean? There was yeah. there was so much there that that we we gave, and they're going to the they're going to the right places to. To help people yeah. that need them, and maybe a bit too proud to ask, we're gonna, you know, you do some amazing stuff there. We started speaking. This is the power of this guy's personality. We shared a coffee. We started speaking, and he told me about the charity, what they were doing, and I'm like, we are gonna help you. We are gonna do something. 
Um, we spoke about what the coaches need. Yeah. And we spoke to my supplier, yep. Jamie, and Jamie said, look, we can help. We could do you a really good deal. We're, we're not loads off the price. But we realised we needed about 700 quid yeah. to do it. So I said, let's go a little bit bigger. Let's go Project 1000. We'll yep. start our fundraising with a 5K because David Blitz just wanted to come to the seaside and run. Yep. So we did that, <laughs> didn't we? Rico was there. And I'm, I'm delighted to say, as of just now, you know, when I just checked my phone, we have got £645 of that target in the bank That's within amazing. a week. Amazing. We have got other pledges coming. And before yeah. we leave this episode today and before we leave the studio, I'm going to call out to every listener yeah. to try and give us £5 you know, or the price of a coffee. Amazing. You know, because it's good to talk over a coffee. It's good sure. to talk over a beer. Absolutely. It's good to talk over a green tea or a yeah. latte, you know, whatever. A mocha chocolate, whatever yeah. you have. But for the price of a drink... If they can make a donation, yeah. we won't just go through that target. Yeah. We knock it out of the park. So yeah. we're going to keep supporting you, John. So Thank you. Um, what else can people do to be helping you and your charity? What do you need? So, yeah, we, t- we touched on it with your donations. We still need donations of um, sports kit, any sort of sports kit, whether it be like, you know, jumpers, T-shirts, shorts, f- uh, boots, all of that anything um because our kit drive that what it's there for is that we a lot of the time that mo- that last remaining barrier is cost for people and we want to just take that away yeah. so if you know individuals are like want to get back but can't afford it or you've got parents that are struggling you know financially and you know you know it's like I, i've got kids you've got kids that that thought of i can't provide that provides enough stress, so we're trying to remove that. So any kit that people might have, they can they can get hold of us at info@ballsforbrains.co.uk, or ring us, uh, and all the details are on on the website. And ring us, and we'll arrange collection, and that would help massively. The other thing we'll be doing is that's coming up for our first full year. We're going to have quiz nights. There's going to be dinners. Um, like I say, our fixtures. Oh, we're coming on the night, yeah, mate. I, I have no choice. Wait. We're coming. Excellent. Like, so so we're coming on. But do you know what? People can do something more subtle. They could buy one of these hats Absolutely. that we're wearing. Yeah, we've got uh, a full... Rico, these hats are nice, aren't they? You got yours on, Rico? Yeah, I have the we've shirt. Got, uh, Rico's have... got a t shirt. <laughs> we've got a full <laughs> merchandise range, and it's all and on the website. But what I would say, mate, it's good gear. Yeah, absolutely. It looks good. That's it feels what, good. That's what we've gone for because we appreciated, like, when we were looking at the pricing and things like that, we, don't, we knew because it's. Because it's for charity, it's important that people know, obviously, as well, 100% of the profits raised off that merchandise go straight back into the charity so we can help people and develop the services more. And um, But we, we knew we wanted to make something that was that, that, attra- that attracted the eye straight away. But when people got it, thought, this is worth it. Because, you know, £40 for a hoodie, some people might think, like, that's, that's a bit steep for a hoodie. But, you know... We kind of set that price because we looked at the quality and we looked at sort of like the other sweatshirts that are available you can go to the sports shop and get. So we thought that was about, like about reasonable. But that's one of our main that's one of our main fundraising avenues for the charity. And then obviously the the workshops and things like that. And we've got um, we've uh, we've got a donation PayPal that you can do via website. Um, all on the website there's full details but yeah donations attending events uh, the kit drive donations of kits is still massive I mean half the stuff that you guys donated we've already given out to people so they can access sport again because you know we do the road to well-being it's seven steps to maintain a positive mental health and you know not not going through them all but like exercise and staying active is one of those mm. things so to be able to provide that so people can do that is massive um 
and with the workshops, by holding a workshop, that in itself helps so many people because even if you had a workshop for four people, that's four people plus yourself, five people that are then going to go away and speak to people and say, do you know what I did today? Hopefully they'll, they'll have benefited from it. But they're going to hopefully go away and say to people, do you know what? I did this workshop today and I learned all this stuff. And that's our main purpose by the workshop. We've put tools in there and, and things you can use to take away and do, not rather than just a shorter workshop that goes, this is kind of what mental health is. This is what you're probably going to experience. Here's a load of research to do yourself. We want people to go away. And those five people might go between them and speak to 50 people collectively. And if they're passing on our tools to 50 people, you know, if that then turns into we want workshops, great. But if it doesn't, we're not, we're not, the important thing for us is that there's then those extra people that now have these tools that people have learned. That's what we want. By doing the workshops and by having a workshop is along from aside from fundraising obviously because we need to keep going but it's one of the most powerful things you can do and and the, it is it's that's why we've created it it took us two and a half months to create the workshop we wanted to make sure that when people do it they feel something they can take something from it and they can benefit from it and not only that then pass that on that's that's Fair the main way. thing okay so john based on that yes all right because like i'm in okay yeah. What we are going to do is Jones Digital and the Floyd Jones Recruitment Group, and I'm going to do this in our manner, right? Because I'm proud to be based in New Haven Marina. Yeah. Right? And we're in a we're in a fantastic business centre there. Spot. We've got fantastic facilities. We will, all right. I'm going to say this out loud. We will run yep. a Floyd Jones Mental Health Workshop, which will yep. be delivered and run by you and Balls for Brains. Amazing. But we will open our doors, so it won't just be in-house. We yep. will open our doors to our local residents. Yep. We'll open our doors to uh, our connections, businesses that we're working with, people that know us, friends, family, and we'll fill that with as many Amazing. people as we can. 100% of that cost will be donated by me. We will run it, and I will take part as well. Okay, Brilliant. And I know we can't do, do all of this, but we will do, with Charlie and Rico, we will do some filming and we do yep. some promotion and we will, we will tell the story of what we're doing because Brilliant. one of the things I realise about mental health is that if it's part of the conversation yep. and it becomes a little bit more okay, yep. we can be big, strong forwards or yep. we can be a slow, graceful centre midfielder yep. who likes to hit Hollywood passes and not get smashed into the floor. Just comparing our sports, yep. John, do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but... Either of us need someone to talk to Absolutely. and you need to be able to reach out. And, yep. and over the years, I've been in difficult places. I've seen it happen to people in my family. I've seen it happen to my friends. Yep. And, you know, being able to say it's okay and yep. it's good to talk, that's what we'll do. So we'll do that. Awesome. We will commit 100% to Balls for Brains as our charity across 2022. Amazing. All right. Thank you. When we release the podcast diaries and yep. we put it on sale, because there will be a published version of these podcasts at the end of the season, all profits from that, like they did with the lockdown diaries, will go, they went to see, these will go to your charity. Unbelievable. Thank Brains, you very much. All right? So we're going to go to work for you and we're going to kind Brilliant. of spread your word. And, you know, even even yesterday when someone saw my hat, they're like, that's a yep. new hat. Why, why is it not full of that? I'm like, no, this is for our charity partner, Balls for Brains. Yep. Explain to them that you're coming on the show today. They said, that's interesting. I went, honestly, you know, this guy breaks down mental health in a way that I understand it, that you understand yep. it. 
if we can have them conversations and we're all having them, yep. Charlie can have them outside, Absolutely. Rico can have them, we're going to be in a better place. So yep. you've got our unequivocal, unequivocal yep. passionate and commitment, support, all on that Brilliant. for this year, mate. We're going to go fully behind Balls for Brains. Awesome, thank you. Cannot wait. John, honestly, you can tell from my passion now, we as a business, me as a person, we're going we're gonna to put our mind, body and soul into this. We're going to give you some support. We'll give you a voice. Excellent. We'll give you a noise. You know, we'll be yep. making noise. We'll be talking about what you're doing publicly and privately as well, because that's yeah. important. This is your moment, John. This yep. is a balls for brains moment. Take as long as you want just to send the closing message to the listeners of the Foy and Jones show back to business season five. Over to you, mate. Bring bring episode 13 to a close in your style. Sure. Well, I just want to just firstly just remind everyone that just to keep talking, to take that step to talk, remember it is okay to be okay. There's a lot of, you know, people say that and we see it about a lot nowadays. It's okay. But it truly is. And all of that, one of our... I mentioned the road to well-being earlier, right? This, this, this three steps we have in there, and whether you're an individual, a club, or a business, you can apply it. And one is staying connected, and staying connected is like we've just said: it's having those conversations. But also, you know, a sports club is a good analogy of it in that, you know, you've been playing, training, being around your team, feeling the positivity of that, and then you you start to experience some mental health issues or a problem, and. You know, you, the natural thing to do is just kind of back off a little bit and actually, oh, I've got a bit of a niggle. You know, I can't really... No, you know, even if you don't train, I do it myself. The last In the last four months, the last five months, I was signed off work for three months just recently. And part of that was making sure, do you know what, I just physically can't bring myself to train, but I'm just going to go and stand on the side and, and be around the lads. I'm going to go and just have some conversations. So that's staying connected, that's important. Being present, what we talk about with being present is, is when we say it's okay to be okay, be present in your feelings, just take some time. You know, you don't have to be in full mental health crisis to, to use this. With being present, take that time to just think about what you're feeling and, and what it's doing, what, way, how it's making you feel, and then be present in that and, and, and be okay with how that's making you feel. You know, if it is just making you feel like, oh, do you know what, I just need to go and exercise a little bit more just to give myself a pick-up, that's fine. But that being present that actually, right, I do need to see a doctor, I do need to see a counsellor, that's okay. Be present in that feeling and use that feeling to, to try and take that step. And that, again, it all starts to pair with staying connected. If you're being present and staying connected, you can take that step. If someone calls us, We'll take them to the doctor. We'll work with them to make that phone call. And then the other part of it is to then give a little. And by giving a little, that can be anything from, if you've got an elderly neighbour that struggles to put the bin out, go and put the bin out when you put your bin out. If you're in the workplace and, you know, Rico, you're, you're putting together some content and you can see that Jack is struggling a little bit and you've got a spare 20 minutes. You've got to know Jack get, well, haven't you? Give a little bit of yourself and that time to then go and help because the it's the feeling of that is infectious. You know, okay. for me, if I'm... That's it, such a good point. If I've, if I've helped that person and I can then see that relief or that feeling of joy that they've done this piece of work and you've been involved in helping that, 
that's that's massive. And when you pull those three things together, they're the three basic things that you can keep you going. So I would say to everyone, use those. Try and incorporate them in your day, and try and and and, and you know, just try and keep your mental health as positive. But remember, it's okay. And then for people to get involved with us, book a workshop, come to a workshop. You know, yeah, we'd love you to buy some merchandise because the money's so important that it helps us do what we do. We would love you to support us and come to events. You know, they're across our social media, LinkedIn, we're across everything. We're even dipping our toe into TikTok at the moment, but I'm not as well versed in that, so I'm just taking a bit of time to learn it. But we're across social media. We've got our website, so you'll be able to see our events coming up. Come to those because, again, all the money goes back into into, uh, progressing the charity and being able to help more people. But please access us for help. We have so much experience that we can give through mental health, through, through homelessness advice. We can, we can help you get access to drug and alcohol counselling. We, we can help with benefits advice. There's, there's so much more than just what people perceive as a mental health issue that we can help you with. And again, I know how hard it is to pick up the phone or to reach out via email, or to do that. But please do. Please don't suffer in silence. Don't suffer alone. Reach out to us. We have so many ways we can help. We can help you access many sports clubs, whether you want to play rugby, football, cricket, basketball, tennis. We can help you access any sport to, at club level, whether you're a beginner or an experienced player that wants to get back in. There's so much. And I just encourage people to just reach out to us. If you, even if you just want to know more about what we do, or you know, we've our phone line is twenty four hour. It's twenty four hour access. And so far, we've experienced calls from, I need some help. To I'm supporting someone who needs some help. How can I do that? To I'm experiencing mental mental health issues. I've got two boys that are autistic, and. You know, we've helped that family to access Autism Sussex. And we've done, there's so many other services so that we try and link in with. But just do that. And there's a daily tool that I want to leave everyone with. That I, like we call it, we, we've developed it and we call it a corridor. And you can use it for anything. You can use it for your personal life. You can use it for um, how to map out your day for work. And this corridor is, the way we look at it is you've got your issue or your problem or that thing at the start okay so you look at that and then we've got three bits we've got self-reflection you need to self-reflect and go right what have i done to influence this in both a positive and a negative fashion am i the creator of my own problem is there some outside influence so some self-reflection and look at that then we look at how can i influence the outcome so okay i've you know i was doing this and it was affecting me in a negative way. Right, I need to change that. I need to change my behaviours. Well, actually, this was causing the problem and it was, you know, I needed to put a finance request through at work and finance have, you know, they've not answered four of my emails. Okay, right, I'm going to ring them. Actually, you know, obviously, I know we're in a bit of a different situation now. We can't go upstairs to the office so much. But, you know, that type of thing. So I can make these kind of changes or influences or to, to affect and influence the outcome. And then you've got the outcome itself. Now, it's important, don't just like rush to get to the outcome. Take each step, think about it, and make sure you've hit each step properly. And then when you get to that outcome, that outcome is, should end positively. 
with some sort of positive outcome because the self-reflection is taking the negatives and the positives. You're influencing it to take away the negative and try and hopefully relieve that positive nature there so then your outcome is right, brilliant. So using the finance analogy, right, I've sent, right, my, my issue is, you know, in my day job, I've got a homeless applicant wants to move into a property and finance taking ages in putting the rent and advance and deposit through. I've sent them four emails, right, I want to get on the phone. Right, I've spoken to him. What have I done to, you know, what have I done to influence that problem? Well, actually, I was a bit late sticking it through. So on my phone call, right, how can I influence the outcome? I'm going to phone him up, say sorry for my delay, yeah, yeah. but is there any chance you can move it on now? Then we've done that. We've got to the outcome where the family are now moved in and got rent and advance and deposit. So that type of thing. But you can apply the corridor to anything you do. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a visual learner, right? Yeah. So I'm very visual. I've, I've drawn the corridor. Yeah. Okay. So, so as you are talking, without seeing this, yeah. I've drawn the corridor and I've highlighted the three steps. Yeah. And I think that can make. I think yeah. actually can make a difference in every in everything every in single everything. part of our yeah. lives. And and that naturally brings us to the end of the episode. John, you've Excellent. been a you, Rico, thanks for coming in today. Thank Charlie, yep. Charlie, it's, it's always a pleasure with you, you in the studio. But John, you, with kind of your your openness and the, and the message, you've blown me away a little bit today. And I, and I get I get like this sometimes because it is okay to talk. You you, you can pick the phone up and talk to John and his, his charity. You can talk to your friends. We can all see. We can all reach out after this podcast and and see if someone we care about is okay. Absolutely. We can all be kind. You know, yep. carry on the flag. If you be anything in this world, be kind. Yep. You know, we forgot that a little while, didn't we? But let's go back to that. Absolutely. You know, we can be kind. And I think some of the simple things he said, that looking out for your mate, looking out for someone, one of your neighbours, caring for people that are in your close, close family or your network or in your community, we could all look at ourselves and reflect and probably do more. From a Foy and Jones perspective, part of this podcast, I'm just going to summarise what we'll be doing for you, OK? Yeah, absolutely. We are going to smash Project 1000. Yes, absolutely. All right? We will get you kitted up plus, yeah. all right? I will run, we, Foyne Jones will run a Balls for Brains mental health workshop and we will open that up to others to come Excellent. and take part with us because that's going to physically put our money where our mouth is and actually start making a difference where we can. Um, and we will be a positive voice. We will be a supporter of everything you, sir, and your charity does because... Right. We've all got to take mental health more seriously. Yes. It isn't going to go away. No. It's the biggest thing we're all dealing with on a daily basis. Yeah. So let's try and get up in the morning and be positive. Yeah. There's days in the morning when I get up and I feel like shit. Yeah. All right? I don't mind sharing that. But somehow you've got to get through it. Yeah. I've got a loving family. Sometimes it helps me get through it. Sometimes I don't want to be near them. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and it's that, how do you deal with it? Yeah. Um, everyone needs someone to help so just think about that let's bring the episode to a close we are all going to support Bowls for Brains Brilliant. I want to see more of these acts yeah, over social media yeah. than ever and I've got a plan for that that we'll talk about off air John thanks for joining us Charlie Pleasure. that was a brilliant episode that's the episode the end of episode 13 this is season 5 of the Foyne Jones show 
Thanks for listening. That was a very special episode of the Foyne Jones Show featuring our charity partner, Balls for Brains. If anyone listening to this show or listening to this episode wants someone to talk to or they want to get in touch with a charity, please reach out to me, reach out to John directly. You're only a conversation away from getting the help and support you need and we'll do everything we can to support you at the Foyne Jones Show. So get in touch if you need to and we'll see you in next week's episode. Thanks for listening.